Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks for joining me on this Thursday. We've got all the FA Cup games out of the way. I guess a lot of us are thinking about what we're going to do uh, in game week 29 with the obviously the uh, the blank game week in 28 with the double game week. And also this week, because uh, we're seeing players become doubts. We've got Richarlison not spotted in training. We've got Huang probably out. We've got doubts around Solanke um, as well. So... I mean, if you if you're sort of set on the free hit in in 29, um, you're probably you know feeling confident. You could probably just move for for someone else. If you're not thinking of free hitting in 29, then you have to make some decisions. I think there's some interesting players um, that we can consider um, as well. So we're going to talk about some of those. Uh, we're going to talk about what my kind of ideas are going ahead. Um, I've got a scout article coming out probably today or, or maybe tomorrow morning, um, which is going to be kind of a lot of of what. Uh, I'm going to cover uh, today because in writing that I was kind of seeing if I could avoid maybe playing the free hit in, in 29. I just don't think it's possible <laughs> to avoid it, to be honest. I think it's almost a, a certainty. Uh, and we'll talk about some of the reasons um, with that um, as well. Hi to everyone in the chat. I realise it's a slightly different time. 9am um, sort of came and went and I hadn't really sort of set anything up. So uh, I really wanted to get one of these out. Uh, so I, I pushed it back to the afternoon. I'm also aware uh, that this is actually before Black Box and Dino Irish says you boys not doing a Black Box this week. We are doing a Black Box this week. It will be tomorrow. Um, we couldn't do it sort of last night because obviously we needed the cup games, although everything went as predicted anyway, so we, we probably could have done. Um, I think Mark's away tonight, uh, but we'll be around tomorrow. So I'm going to get a couple of beers in, so anyone's watching this, uh, if you fancy... Joining us, having a toast to uh, you know the last kind of third of the season. Uh, do join us tomorrow, probably around 7.30, 8 o'clock, uh, something like that. In fact, FPL Rank Chaser straight away. Got the beers on ready for tonight, tomorrow night's Black Box. Well, FPL will be joining you. Yeah, we will be in FPL mode uh, and he will also be there too. Uh, so yeah, it should, should be a good one. Who else we got in the chat? We've got Niraj, afternoon as, afternoon all. Um, we've got Morton, it's 5.04 in Norway, kind of an hour ahead of us. Uh, in the UK uh, as well. FPL Swats says he's as with a prawn cocktail starter before the fillet steak of Black Box tomorrow. I really like prawn cocktail like things. I like prawn cocktail skips, but it's not really the same as like a classy starter. I'm more of a, like a chicken wing starter 
uh, to be honest. But yeah, anyway, uh, it says probably quite a lot about me. Uh, Mitchie says he Chan will go down as my worst ever transfer. Bought him in twice this season. He blanked four times. Even with his blank, I've still made plenty of worse <laughs> worse transfers than Wang uh, over the years. Uh, Destiny's minus four will kind of uh, resonate with, with some people. Billy Southerns in the chat. Hi, Az. Hello, Billy. Hope you're uh, doing well. Hi to Tayip and hi to Diraj uh, too. Good to see you all. Um, Oli Sack, Black Box Night or Tomorrow. It will be tomorrow, as in Friday, a Friday night. What could you possibly be doing on a Friday night that would be better than watching us on, on Black Box? Uh, so, so check that out. Uh, let's take a look at Game Week 26 then. It's quite nice to be doing this, kind of not having done Black Box, because you kind of feel like you're repeating yourself um, a little bit when you when you kind of go over the points. Um, but it was it was a crappy week. Like I think we were all kind of disappointed, a bit disappointed after the the double. I think we went in different ways, depending on on plans for twenty nine. I think you know some people with the longer term strategy might have got in a Bailey or a Louise or a, or a Bowen. Um, you know, three three perfectly good picks. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't think any of us were expecting a Bowen hat trick, his first ever career hat trick against uh, a Brentford side who okay have been quite poor defensively but aren't really the typical sort of counter-attacking side, well, sort of anti-counter-attacking side that West Ham kind of like. A team that West Ham would like to counter on. I wouldn't necessarily think of Brentford. That's the word. Um, so I was surprised with, with that, but they, they were absolutely shocking. And I think Brentford have got to be a team that we that we look to target um, kind of going forward. So if you're looking ahead to game at 29 and you thought, you know, I'm going to bring in Bailey, Louise or, or Bowen with this run in mind, fair play. Absolutely brilliant transfer. If you've, if you know, if you've got any of those free players, if you've held onto Bowen for all the blanks and everything, yeah, well done. Um, amazingly rewarded. I think if you had him, it'd be one of those weeks that kind of lives long in the memory because a Monday night hat trick. Normally, Monday night is the most disappointing night, and you know, people who have Tony, for example, we're going into that thinking, oh, West Ham, surely he's going to get something from this, and he comes over blank. And you've got to watch Bowen getting the hat-trick. So, yeah, uh, yeah, fair play. Um, as you can see from my team, I didn't really have any any joy uh, this week. It's another really poor week for, for defence. Um, Martinez, you know, conceding two goals uh, against Forrest. Trippier with a zero. Absolutely ridiculous in the hammering they got at Arsenal. Uh, Gabriel with the with a two, conceding to a bloody Willock goal um, right, at the, right at the end. Um, and then a Stupinan, who we thought was going to start, He'd been having pasta with Deserby. We'd seen a a leak is a stretch. We did something from Luke who got some information that he was probably going to be starting, who we've now hopefully all, all blocked. Not Luke, the, the person getting the leak. Um, I was still sceptical he would start, but it seemed a bit a bit unnecessary to uh, take him out. Uh, Saka came through, Fogan came through, but pretty much everyone's got those. Same with Watkins. Haaland captain was was a foul if you went for you know Saka or, or Watkins you know again uh, there was always there's always a chance isn't there to kind of you know it, it, although it's boring each week we're saying oh we're captaining Haaland each week we've got all these players each week there's still like the chance to to go against them and, and benefit it's just if you if you can be brave enough and I don't think many of us were expecting a, a, such a cagey performance from from Man City in that match. Um, but yeah, just in the parliament was, was pretty disappointing. Uh, and then Juan Garnacho and Solanke, all disappointing. I mean, Solanke, Solanke and, and Juan were bought in, um, both for different reasons. Juan with the short-term fixtures in mind, particularly the Sheffield United game. Uh, Solanke more for the, the longer term. But you know, a hit to bring those two in. Um, and I took out Darwin and, and De Bruyne. De Bruyne played about 10 minutes. Darwin didn't even play. And I'd have been better off not making the bloody transfers. So yeah, that's uh, that's when it's really annoying when you actually do a move and he, you don't even see kind of immediate... Uh, payout. The Huang, you know, blank is is frustrating. I I went on the FPL show 
um, earlier in the early in the week, and I kind of said, like, I think Sheffield United might make it hard for Wolves. This isn't again. We talk about West Ham looking to counter. I do wonder if if teams that are set up in that way um, might struggle a bit to, against against Sheffield because you've got to be you've got to have your passing has got to be very very incisive to cut through such a low blocking team. Um, a team who just puts ten men behind the ball, and they had threat. You know, they were pushing forward. At, you know, when they could, getting trying to get Brewster on the ball, created Wolves some problems, and they'll be happy to get through that game with a win because it, it could very easily have, have been different. Um, and it was kind of a you know a, a Sarabia, uh, you know, a, a great goal from him, um, and an Eight Nori cross. So there's people out there who who got Sarabia and, and Eight Nori in, and, and fair play. I mean. It's a bit frustrating. I don't really want to lament too much about what I didn't do. Um, but going into the FPL show, I said that my moves were going to be um, uh, Darwin to uh, Hoyland and Estupinan to Aitnori. So that, they were going to be the moves. Um, obviously, the Hoyle injury uh, meant that I, I I couldn't go there. So I went for Solanke instead, who was kind of the next the next best thing. Um, and then I, we got the De Bruyne news about him being benched. So I felt like I had to move him on. So... You know, again, we can plan and we can do all these things and actually leap. You know, if I'd actually just carried on with what I was originally doing, originally ignoring and just played De Bruyne, I'd be better off. So I don't like to look at it like that. You can only do what kind of makes sense with the information that you've got that's available to you. Um, but it is frustrating when you, you kind of have a plan and it kind of other things kind of mess it up and then you end up kind of worse off than, than you did. So, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty frustrating week. Just 51 points, but with the hit as well. So obviously down to down to 47. So a red arrow for me, first red arrow in a while. Actually down from kind of 500k where I was starting to really kick on, back down to 655 in a week where I had 11 players and I thought, you know, I'd get a decent green arrow. So a little bit disappointing, but hey-ho, we carry on and we go on to the next uh, the next week. Uh, let's take a look at the watch list then. Obviously, I update this every week. Uh, the stats are from Fantasy Football Scout. Um, you can't actually filter by non-penalty XGI per 90 on there, so I kind of have to do a bit of a manual conversion, but I kind of like it uh, this way. If you're kind of new to this and wondering what these numbers mean, um, essentially uh, the XGI is expecting goal involvement um, in the side, and then if you kind of filter it by 90, um, that kind of gives a sense of you know, players who are benched, you know, benched more often or come off the bench or you know subbed at 70 minutes or something like that. It gives a kind of a more... Um, a comprehensive score into into how likely they are to get a return in, in the 90 minutes um, that they play. Obviously, the higher the number and or the closer that number is to one, um, the more likely they are to, to return. So Haaland's kind of top of all metrics um, in terms of expected and expected goals. His uh, non penalty sharp in 90 comes through as 0.91. The NP obviously stands for non-penalty. So basically, Haaland is close to getting you something every, or expected to get you something every week, which is about as good as it gets, uh, really. We occasionally see players kind of going over over that, I think we've seen Darwin around 1.1 or something, um, which means he's kind of almost expected to get you over over that one return uh, a week. Um, but essentially, this is where you, you, you kind of sit. If a player is knocking in around 0.6, I'd say that's pretty good. Um, so, you know, players like Elise, kind of in midfield, um, you know, uh, looking at a really good pick when, when he's back and, and fit and firing. Um, Bailey as well, 0.65. I think that's great for a 5.6 million uh, midfielder. Got to be something that we're that we're kind of looking at. Um, you look at Louise, for example, 0.32. So he's got the penalties, obviously, but his kind of open th play threat is about half um, of what we typically see um, from Bailey. But then with Bailey, you get the uh, the occasional benches um, or or early subs. You don't get that with, with anyone else. So kind of looking at this list, kind of who are the players that I'm I'm really kind of thinking of moving towards, kind of in the in the next few weeks. Well, my defence, 
needs work really um you know i've got a stupinan there i've got kabore who's not playing um you know either one of those two i, I could move to to someone else the trouble with defense it's really hard to know which defenders to kind of target we're looking at you know players like trippy are not really performing we're looking at players like poro great attacking threat a hasn't been delivering b is now injured hasn't been spotted in, in training um, we're looking at regulon as well i mean he was so frustrated in that last game could easily have been sort of red carded um in that game uh eight nori have you kind of missed the boat on that you know it's newcastle next newcastle away Expects Wolves to score in that, but keeping a clean sheet as well. And if you look at his underlying numbers, they're not exactly um, that that amazing at 0.17. So defence is hard. I think, you know, unless you're kind of doubling up on, on Arsenal, um, you know, that's kind of two of your spots sorted. And then maybe you're moving towards a Spurs defender. I think for 29, a Poro or a, or a Destiny Adogi probably looks quite good, seeing as they play Fulham. Um, as well you probably want Doty in um, just because uh, Luton have got that double game week and then they go into the game in 29 um, as well so a couple of options but as much as my defence needs work I think that's probably not an area that I'm going to focus on just because the options kind of aren't aren't, uh, aren't as good as in some of the other areas so midfielders though I've got a, kind of got a decision to make uh, this week I've obviously got Huang um, who O'Neill has said is most likely out of the weekend. I would be surprised if he played uh, against Newcastle. He put up a knock in the uh, in the warm up for the for the game. Played off in that played in that game. Blanked. Starts in the FA Cup. Subbed off for you know fifty minutes or whatever it was. So um, yeah, I think he's uh, he's almost certainly going to be um, a sell. Um, and I think it works out quite well because I was I was looking at getting Son anyway. You know he's got one hundred and forty two points already this season. You look at his underlying numbers. Um, of 0.57 if there are doubts around Richarlison as well we're almost certainly going to see him moving to that kind of striker spot too and obviously he's got penalties as well next two look great as well I think Palace you know they're uh, supposed to be a new attacking Palace side uh, under the new manager uh, but they haven't got Gehi which I think is a, is a big blow um, and if he does kind of set them up to, to come at Spurs uh, I think they could get picked off a bit with Madison pulling the strings and Son up top and then it's Villa and we've seen Villa against you know some of these high line teams um, you know, who kind of match their high line um, as well. And we see lots of goals in those. Newcastle have, have scored a bucket load against them sort of already uh, this season. Um, Liverpool as well, there's goals in, in, that, in that game too. I don't think it's going to be any, any different with, uh, with Spurs and, and Villa. I think that's two teams that want to attack, that want to play on the front foot. And there's going to be space for the likes of Watkins, for Bailey, for Son. Like, it's a hard game on paper, um, going to Villa away or playing Spurs. But I think in reality, we're going to see lots of goals. In that match, so Son looks looks really good. I mean, Madison's not far off him um, over the season. Uh, obviously, he had the, the long spell of injury, so he didn't got half the points. But the underlying numbers um, at 0.55 um, are still really good. Already, someone in the chat uh, saying we know you're going to get Madders. That's from Dino uh, Irish. Very tempting. I think Son is the if you can afford him. I think Son is the better option. Um, he's 9.6 compared to 7.9, um, but you know, with the penalties, if he's playing striker. Uh, you know, I think he probably is the one um, that you're going to want to go to. But I definitely think going into 29, you're going to want at least two Spurs attackers. Um, you know, when we're considering, you know, can we get through game week 29 without maybe free hitting? You've got to think, well, who are the most important players that you need to own um, going into into that into that fixture? So I think obviously you've got Watkins. Um, he's he's going to be one of the, the, the top targets um, because of what he's been doing this season. I think you need Son because they're playing Fulham. Um, away, I think you need Tony because they're playing Burnley um, away. I think you want to chuck in another um, Spurs midfielder, um, maybe Richarlison or or Madison. 
Um, you know, you could even take a punt maybe on a on a Kudelski or go for Werner up top. Uh, but definitely, you want I think you want to double up on the Spurs uh, players there, or maybe getting a defender. And then I think you need Bowen. Um, as well, I know they're playing Villa, but again, high line. That's the kind of game which I expect Bowen to, to thrive in. So you've got around five players there that I think you kind of need to have. And if you're having to take minus eight just to get those five, and then maybe you've got a sprinkling of other players like I've got, you'd be thinking, okay, well, is it worth playing the free hitting this week? I can get 11 out. I'm pretty much guaranteeing myself a green arrow. And if, you know, if Son does go off and get three goals and Madison assists and, you know, you, you, 30, 40 points is very feasible for that week over teams that don't use the free hit chip and if you're coming into a double game week and maybe in 34 uh, you've got a game week where we don't see all of the top teams playing or maybe lots of us have got the top players in anyway because we're wildcarding in 30-31 and Arsenal, Chelsea all get double game weeks we're going to have those players anyway so what, how is a free hit going to help in 34 if we're already loading up on the, the top players do you really want to be saving that free hit for 37 as well you know two more game weeks left of the season things could all be decided by then we've seen rotation before um I mean, it'd be great, if, you know, if Man City, Liverpool and Arsenal are still fighting for, for things and, you know, and, and the Champions League spots are still wide open, then fine. But that's not something we've typically, typically seen. And I think leaving such a valuable chip later in the season when you need it, or you might need it in, in 29, maybe isn't the best strategy. So I'm pretty sure um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be using it. So this is kind of how I'm, uh, how I'm moving kind of forward. So in 27, um, I think it's going to be Huang to, to Son uh, this week. Um, I think that's a, that's a kind of a, a sensible a sensible move. Even if I'm considering you know playing the free hit in, in 29, um, I think Son is a, is a great pick for the next two. Um, so my team looks all right this week. I think um, Martinez in goal, Trippier, Gabriel, Mustupanan, uh, Saka, Foden, Son, Palmer, Haaland, Watkins, Solanke. Uh, it's Doty on the bench. We've got Acho and, and the Quora who doesn't play. I mean, according to uh, Plan FPL, I've got an XP rating of 99%, which is about as high as it gets. So. Yeah, loving that. I'm not so sure about uh, Stupinan, let's be honest. Um, he did play in the FA Cup. Uh, he he wasn't great by all accounts, but did, did put in a couple of decent deliveries, um, you know, to, to kind of get us moving up the pitch. What was interesting um, is, uh, is, is that we finally saw some minutes from our new uh, Argentinian uh, left-back, uh, Barco, uh, who came on. Um, he played well. He took some corners um, as well, uh, and you know he he looks at a kind of prospect. So I'm going from a, a player who you know has, has been a bit maligned, bringing on his kind of replacement who we thought maybe wouldn't see too many minutes, and he plays well. I think there's there's concerns over over that. When I saw Lamptey was injured again, I thought that that nails down a Stupinan, um, you know, this week. I think we could see Parco come in um, after that. So again, it's another issue with the Stupinan and. You know, I think if you're looking at transfers to be made, even despite the um, the defenders maybe not not having so much potential, I think just getting rid of that headache um, for the next few weeks uh, is is a priority. And if I didn't have this injury to Huang, um, I think a Stupinan to Sleeber would be um, would be kind of nailed on. And I'm actually still thinking of doing it even for a minus four because if I don't think a Stupinan plays, I, I I can't see any world in which Sheffield United score against Arsenal. They are they are not going to get forward in that game whatsoever. So, you know, if we think a Superman's going to get one point again, do we just bring in sleep but take those six and kind of move on? I mean, I could play Doherty as well. You never know he could get a, 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 a cheeky little cross in and a, and a goal, uh, but he hasn't been great lately. And I think Villa are going to score a couple in that. So hits for defenders rarely kind of pay off. Um, but in this case, when it's such a such an obvious clean sheet for, for Arsenal, um, maybe... 
um, it would be it would be worth it. So yeah. Anyway, I, I I'm not sure. I probably won't do it. I'll probably just just play a stupid and hope for a um, hope you know or wait to see at least wait to see what the Zerbi says in the uh, in the presser and see what he says. But yeah, it'd be interesting to know what he does say because if if he if he talks up Barco at all and and kind of compliments him on his performances, I think it's very likely that we see him kind of come in. Um, Yelena says your team is anno- your team is annoyingly good. Well, thank you very much. What's weird is um, if Nim's listening, I had a look at Nim's team, and our team is literally identical. Like <laughs> every player um, is the same, and yeah, I don't know how that's how that's happened. I mean, I know everyone's teams are are quite similar, uh, but we have a, a very very similar uh, very similar team. I don't know if she's going for Son uh, this week, but hopefully not. Maybe that can differentiate us a little bit. But um, yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with my my team kind of going forward. Um, you know, having eight Nori this week would I even want to play him this week? That was, you know, kind of one of the reasons why maybe I didn't do that, do that transfer in the end. Because um, I, I, you know, playing you know, two defenders against each other, two attacking defenders, I think it's going to be goals in that game. So, yeah, there wasn't really a good defensive move that I could have done. Um, 28. Um, we come over to here. So here we, we're kind of looking at making probably one more move to attack that double game week. Um, I think Neto is, is probably the obvious player to, to come in. Um, I've got Martinez, um, who's at Arsenal, I think. No, not Arsenal. They've got Spurs, sorry. Yeah, Martinez would be playing Spurs. And then Kelleher, um, who'd be playing City. So neither of those defenders are likely to get a get a clean sheet. Not too happy with either of those. So I can move one of those for the, the double game week goalkeeper, Neto. Um, you know, Sheffield United and Luton at home. That's a lovely set of fixtures. Um, that would give me Neto, Doty and Solanke. I don't think we need to be going any any harder um, on that. We could maybe take a bit of a punt on a Barkley, maybe. Um, maybe Tavernier comes in, but I don't know. I prefer the Barkley move if you're not free-hitting in 29, because they have got that game. And it's Forrest at home, that you could get something in that. So if you're looking for a midfielder for 20 for 28, I think Barkley's probably the one um, that I'd go for. But when you come to the, the watch list, like I was just sharing earlier, you can see Barkley right down the list of midfielders I like the look of. Um, he's right down the bottom, 0.27 um, for him. So in terms of the, he's been playing amazingly well, but in terms of really getting those kind of goal involvements, maybe not quite there, but then does have the double game week to, to do it. And the fixtures aren't, aren't too bad. You know, Palace and Bournemouth away, um, I don't mind either of those. So Barkley's probably the, the slightly more left field pick um, out of those. Um, captaincy, I mean, we do the, we'd be doing a team section before that, but uh, captaincy that week, I think, is, is kind of fairly tricky um, if you don't go for a Bournemouth player. Um, but if you're going for Solanke, then surely that's the way to, to go. Um, I don't think you, you need to be too different. Assuming he's fit, you go for him. If Solanke isn't fit, for whatever reason, and I think he will be, I think it's probably just a, an excuse to rest him in the cup. But if he's not in the team... It's a very, very interesting week for, for captaincy because do you put it on Neto in goal or Barkley or someone? Um, you know, the Man City game is and Liverpool is, is a difficult one to, to predict. Do you maybe go for Saka at home to Brentford with a single fixture? Do you maybe back the goals in that Spurs-Villa game um, as well? Uh, or do you go for Palmer at home, you know, against, well, the worst defence in the league? So Solanke is such an obvious option, but if he suddenly isn't an option for us, then it could be quite an interesting week for the captaincy. Um, but my, my assumption will be that he's he's fine. And then we come over to 29, and this is where it's, you know, as much as I appreciate uh, yeah, I was saying that my team looks annoyingly good, in 29 it does not. Because all I have is Martinez, uh, Doty, uh, Watkins and Son <laughs> going into, 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 into the game week. So... Like I said, if I want to be adding Madison, Bowen, 
uh, and Tony, um, we're looking at minus eight that week. And that is a minus eight to get me the minimum players that I'd want to be going into that game week. I'd, I'd almost be guaranteeing myself a red arrow with a minus eight going into that week, um, I think. And if any of the other players do, you know, come through, you know, um, like, because I, 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 you know, I could go for Douglas Louise, I could go for Gibbs White, I could back Forrest um, in that game, I could get a Spurs defender in, you know, if there are points to be had and I'm sort of handicapping myself, that free hit has got to come through in 34 or 37 by 20, 30, 40 points. And I'm just not convinced that it, that it will. So, I just think in my position, I just think take the 20, 30 points that that free hit is almost certainly going to give me on this team and just run with it. Um, so almost certainly going to be a free hit for me um, in 29. Let me know what you, you're you all thinking. It'd be interesting to know um, kind of what you are doing. In fact, I might actually just put a little um, poll up if I can remember how to do that. Uh, and let's see kind of what people are thinking. Let me just uh, write that, start a poll, free hit 29. Yes, no. You had an undecided as well. Just there you go. Vote in the poll. Let's see what everyone's thinking uh, in terms of uh, in terms of that. Uh, cool. Yeah. So not really much point in showing this one. I've already kind of talked around um, my my team this week. Like I said, Huang to Son um, is the move. Uh, we've got a few minutes left. Got about five minutes. I will take some questions. Uh, I think just looking at the poll results already, um, sixty-one percent saying yes um, to the free hit in in twenty-nine. Um, so clearly, uh, clearly going to be a uh, a popular uh, move. Um, BB Defender says I'm glad there's lots of blanks in twenty-nine. Means there's going to be lots more doubles later on. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean Arsenal, Chelsea, for example. Um, you know, having, them having doubles will mean Palmer looks a great option. You know, we can obviously go for the double Arsenal. We can have Sakharin. Maybe people are going to be taking punts on Odegaard. Maybe people are going to be taking punts on, I don't know, like Chilwell maybe for, for Chelsea as well. Um, you know, Hoyland will come back. He'll have a double. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There are definitely points to be had, but don't forget, majority of us have the wild card to play. Um, so we can kind of attack a lot of these these fixtures anyway um, as we go. Um, I saw a, a question earlier saying um, about kind of me not having the bench boost and what's my, what's my plan with that? Um, Iva Khan says, uh, when are you thinking of using your wildcard with not having the bench boost? Genuine question, not trying to mock you. Thanks for the uh, the clarification there. Uh, yeah, I'll kind of see how it goes. I mean, I, I think, you know, if with Liverpool, um, you know, with Salah, you know, if I want to go for, you know, Salah, Haaland and Son, for example, I think a lot of people aren't going to be able to do that because they're going to have to be putting some money into their, into their defence um, to try and make the most or maximise the use of that bench boost chip um i mean the bench boost chip i mean you're looking at you know you're looking at two defenders a goalkeeper and then a little midfielder i think the bench boost annoyingly for me the fact that we do have kind of 5.5 ish million options that are decent assets um means that i think people might get some joy from there for the bench boost this this uh, this time out um i mean you know aston villa won't have the double because they've got the game so that rules out bailey and louise uh, maybe for that 5.5 but like an Adingra for example at 5 million um, who's going to have a double a bit later on he could be a really good pick on the bench boost it means you haven't got to spend a huge amount of money um, so if you get your if you get your 4.5s uh, right and you and you have a Dingra and you know you get a couple of goals I think you know 20-25 points is, is pretty feasible I got 18 I think from mine and I'm pretty happy with that but you know I'm looking at leagues and it all feels a bit kind of um, 
I don't know what the word is. It, it kind of feels a bit like I'm in the wrong position because I'm I'm trying to make up 30 points on people, but realistically, a, a bench boost is going to get a minimum of 10, 10, 15. So really, I'm 45 points. So I've got to start getting things right. And you know, when I I go for Haaland over Saka when I'm debating it, or if I don't go for Ain't Nori, and that's 10 points. Early in the season, it's like okay, I've got loads of time to make these these up. But if I'm not when picking when I am bold to go against things. Um, and trying to get points from that is, is going to be really important kind of going forward. Um, and even this week, you know, looking at Haaland captaincy, I know he's obviously going to be really popular against against Manchester United. Is Saka the better option against Sheffield against Sheffield United? Um, it's very hard to, to back against Haaland, given he's just scored five goals and, man, you don't really have a defence. Um, but Sheffield United could completely fall apart in that game. Look at look at them, how they've been playing um, at home lately. So, yeah, tricky. Um, so I think that's kind of answers Melv's question any advice for, for rank chasing? Yeah, you, you just need to be mindful that it can always get worse uh, in the most kind of pessimistic um, way and, and choose your kind of battles carefully. I think captaincy is definitely one where you might need to start risking it a little bit more um, to try and uh, try and get ahead. But don't ignore the obvious players like Solanke, um, you know, Saka. Don't feel like you need to sell them because they're high ownership. Try and move your the rest of your squad um, around you know going for like a double Spurs mid for example like getting Madison and Son in early banking on them scoring points over the next two, two and then having the game in, in 29 that's kind of what you want to be looking at things like that uh, Ash Sheffield Juice hi Az love you love you too mate enjoyed your uh, enjoyed your stream the other night enjoyed you telling Tom off as well that was uh, the high, <laughs> probably a highlight uh, for me uh, did an Irish off topic but do you like the Brighton Europe, Europa draw you guys have come a long way. Have it here. Love seeing our teams do it big in Europe. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be great. We've got Roma, haven't we? Um, I don't give as much chance, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, we're just ravaged, absolutely ravaged by by injuries. And there's so much rotation going on in the in the squad. And when you see players like Estupinan being dropped, and now we're relying maybe on Barco and Lamptey to, to play in that position. And you know, players like Belaber haven't really stepped up and you know we've got so many issues in our in our front line now Matoma's out for the season Pedro's out for a while I don't know it's um it's it's quite a stressful period uh, I think but like you say it is a very exciting period because we wouldn't have expected to be in Europe when we came up um, a few years ago and and what's been happening to Brighton over the years is is nothing short of incredible so I, I won't take that for granted but I think an early exit is probably quite likely, as much as I, I wouldn't like to, uh, uh, as much as I wouldn't like to see it. Uh, Big fish when you're on with Mark. We're on tomorrow, my friend. Tomorrow night, seven thirty p.m. Uh, roughly. Uh, uh, Diaz says this twenty nine gives vibes from twenty twenty one. Lingard um, blank when it was free hit versus non free hit um, as well. Yeah, I mean, I remember, I remember a few years ago there was a blank game week and I took a minus eight and I bought, I had, I think I only had like seven players. I think it might have even been before free hits or even a thing. I bought in Van Anholt, um, Senk Tucson of Everton and someone else and they all got double digits and I've never had a week like it and I remember I had like six players and I was like, I took a minus eight I was like, there's absolutely no way I'm going to get any, anything good here and they all just came in Unbelievable. Um, oh, I think it was might be Milivojevic. I think it's Milivojevic, Van Anhol and uh, Senk Tucson who I bought in. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a good week. Um, but I don't. I, yeah, it's. Uh, I think that was blind luck. You can't necessarily rely on that. Um, kind of every uh, every time. Uh, let's take a couple more questions. This one is from uh, Aishvara. Hey, Az, have two free transfers. Would you do Nunes, KDB, Garnacho 
to Morris, Son and Bowen for a minus four. Or keep KDB. Do Nunes gone actually with Stupin Anto Morris Son and 3.9 defender. I wouldn't be I definitely wouldn't be selling KDB uh, this week. I mean he, he doesn't play for, for two weeks, comes off the bench, looks absolutely knackered, and then he plays 90 minutes in the FA Cup and looks absolutely superb. I would be amazed if he didn't start the Man City Derby. Um so obviously you could wait for kind of team news, but I, I would not be selling KDB. Um, ahead of that uh, I know you want Son um, but I, I would probably do it um, Nunes gone out to Stupin and to Morris Son a 3.9 defender yeah uh, Morris is an interesting one I mean how long is that a bio for you kind of need to monitor uh, that but if he's out for a while um, then then Morris looks a good pick so he'll be on pens uh, too so I'm not too sure about Morris and the 3.9 but I would be keeping um, I would be keeping KDB uh, if I could uh, Ash says 250 watching only 44 likes yeah, come on. Give me a like. We'd really appreciate it. Um, poll results as well. 55% of you are thinking of, uh, of saying you're going to free hit in 29. Uh, 17% saying uh, undecided. I said a very weird noise from downstairs. I hope that was Yelena or someone's broken in. It's just making uh, weird noises. Uh, and the final question I'll take is, has favourite snack? Favourite snack? I like a bag of Watsits, not going to lie. It's probably right up there. Uh, or kind of like a, well you know like a, a chocolate bar I, I, I like orange chocolate orange Yorkies are, are pretty good but orange twelve is maybe a little bit superior so just for orange what sits in an orange twelve? I would have thought about myself anyway there you go uh, thanks everyone for joining me like I said Mark and I'll be back tomorrow um, 7.30pm uh, sorry that was me that was you were you impersonating the um, air fryer uh, yeah I was yeah <laughs> did the air fryer impression <laughs> I uh, love that you're just doing that downstairs on your own. Excellent. Cool. Everyone, have an incredible rest of your day. Uh, see you tomorrow on Black Box. Um, and good luck this game week. Sports Social Podcast Network.